2: little food for your so Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more. Tight, tighten up your core. Things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Okay.
0: Happy Thursday, everybody. I've got two guests with me here for the intro. I have My husband, Ben, and Mary is on. So Mary and I were going to do it, just us two. And then we decided to bring Ben in because we did a live on Instagram probably two weeks ago at this point, by the time y'all are listening to this. And Mary was getting messages that it was our best live we've ever done because we had Ben on.
1: (laughs) Tons of messages. Ben, you're very, very popular and people appreciated your humor. They thought you were hilarious. Mm Which Amy's been
0: hiding, I
2: guess. (laughs) No, I think I'm funny, too. Amy doesn't think I'm funny.
0: (laughs) No, I have not been hiding that you're hilarious. I think they liked that you were putting me on Front Street for some stuff, like how the time that you bought me a watch and I didn't.
2: (laughs) Oh, you brought that up. I was not going to bring that up. I
0: I didn't, you know, like it and I didn't know how to handle it. And then when you were in Afghanistan, you bought me that bracelet and I didn't like that. And Mm -hmm. so now you just don't buy me jewelry. Nope. It's a sensitive thing because it's not that I didn't appreciate the gift. But anyway, that's all beside the point. It was just a fun <laughs> live. And I will admit, I was entertained by Ben as well. But Mary and I <laughs> were just laughing at the fact that we have been doing lives on Instagram, either on Espoir <laughs> or the Shop Ford for a very long time. couple years. A couple years. <laughs> and, and we finally had our best live yet. And I would say... Before Ben, I was probably our best live was almost two years ago when I was at my dad's and he was recovering from his cancer surgery and he came up with fun facts.
1: Oh yeah, that was so
0: good. And he would sit there with us and give us fun facts about his life, which was hilarious. Maybe I can get him back on for that. He just can't leave his assisted living place, Mm -hmm. but maybe I could get him on the phone. He's just really hard to understand because of his throat. But if you were to be able to come to the house and record in person... I think you could understand maybe what he was saying. I guess you and dad, popular,
2: Mm -hmm. hot,
0: hot commodity. Oh, we're just
2: different. Everybody's used to talking to you guys and following you guys. So we're just different.
0: Well, and he gives a different perspective on you too than people are used to hearing probably. Okay. What perspective would you like to share with people today? (laughs) It's safe. No,
2: it's not safe.
0: This is totally safe. No,
2: we're six weeks into living together, or like staying in the same house, like in yeah, coronavirus. Right. We've
0: been How's married that? for fourteen yeah, years. But what we're do you mean? on we're
2: lockdown s- for like six weeks, so like th- there's nothing safe right now.
0: Say something. I'm giving you the permission to say anything and everything about our lockdown experience.
2: It's been wonderful. <laughs>
0: okay. It's been great. Well, Mary and I have exciting news. Oh yeah, what's that? Well, we restocked tie dye cool mom t shirts. And, well, all Cool Mom stuff, but yep. speaking of people giving their opinions on things, Cool Ants, we have a tie-dye pullover, but a lot of people are like, whoa, 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 once they saw the Cool Mom tie-dye t-shirt, they're like, we need that for Cool Ants. So they asked, and now they're receiving. It's available. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it seem like ask and you shall receive because... <laughs> People we do
1: value feedback. It just shows, like that was definitely from you guys, from everybody asking for it. Right?
0: No, I mean, but to elaborate that on that part, Ben, it's just that we can't make like people ask for different things all the time, Mm -hmm. and we can't always do it because we're not. Oh, okay. I mean, Mary's literally making it all happen. Like, if you're wondering the team that's putting stuff together, it's Mary. She has. Oh, well, and Ashley and, and Bonnie. Uh, and we're, yeah, we're oh, just, I know that there's that part here, yeah. too. Yeah. And then uh, the well, shipping yeah. out and customer service. But I mean, yeah. if you're contacting the design people and the manufacturer and getting the t shirt, and Mary's so at things home tie dyeing them herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, going
1: to do tie dyeing this weekend. For tie dyeing this weekend for
0: Ashley's birthday. Oh, fun! I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. Socially distancing, obviously. Socially distancing, yeah. tie dyeing responsibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary and I were just talking about our love for green tea. And what is that peach stuff that you sent me? Tell people what it is in case they want to order some because it's the oh best. Oh my gosh, it's
1: so good! But I would buy. It's better to buy in the store. It's a lot. Like when you order it online, they upcharge. I don't know. Try to find it in your stores. It's the Republic of Tea and it's unsweetened passion fruit green tea, and it's in bottles, and it's so good.
0: So good. That's what we have in our fruit bin. Have you tried it yet? Mm-mm. It's so good. Is it? Yeah, I'll make awesome. you a, I'll make you a cup when we get you done. You add,
1: like, a drop of stevia, and it's like you're on a tropical vacation.
0: <laughs> oh, so I feel like it doesn't even need the drop of stevia. I, but... I mean, it doesn't really. It just kind of pushes it over. Yeah. I don't know. Pour it over some ice, and yeah, mm-hmm. it'll take you away out of your house and onto the beach in your mm-hmm. mind. What else were we talking about before... We came on, oh, a cauliflower recipe that Mary made the other night, which I want to make, but it's from, like, if y'all want to look it up, it looks so good. And it's from a cookbook she has called Nothing Fancy by Alison Roman. And is the cauliflower called something particular?
1: No, I don't remember what it is, but just if you Google it, that recipe, I Googled it, and it actually, it's one of her only recipes that's online. On the New York Times like recipe section, I don't know. See if you Google it; it'll come up. Allison Roman, cauliflower.
0: Yeah, and oh. I have Jamie Ivy on this episode, and she's going to share a favorite recipe of hers, like something super easy that she makes at home. Because you know, oh. did you know she does not like to cook at all? Her husband is like an amazing right. Though, right? He's like a gourmet chef, and she doesn't like to cook at all. So she's she's going to share coming up like a really easy like you just throw it in the oven and she says it's so simple, but when she makes it, her kids think she's the best cook in the world. Oh, I need that. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have to listen to the rest of the episode. Okay. <laughs> and you'll get it because Jamie's on, we're talking about, like the first thing we get into is how your story matters. And she has a Bible study that goes along with that. That's on her website. So we oh. talk through how sharing your story not just openly and not you know to the public or on Instagram or Facebook, but sometimes what that means in getting vulnerable is talking to your best friend about it or what you're going through or your husband or your sister or another core group of friends. Make sure that you're communicating about your life and what's going on and, and that it really matters because it can open up, give them an opportunity to speak into your life, but also give them an opportunity to be like, oh, wow, I feel that way too and here's what I'm going through. Mary, you don't know this, but our journalist come up and she talks about she how she does not like to journal at all. But that oh, but when she like does a- it, she feels better <laughs> and I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary and I we came up with the gratitude journal simply because we don't like journaling at all." Ben, do you like journaling?
2: I never really have. No. So I don't know if I like it or not. I mean, I I don't mind it. I think it's good.
0: Have you ever just sat down and written down your thoughts ever? No. No. Ne- well, you've written in the gratitude journal that we have. Well, yeah,
2: but other than that, like, I've never done it, like, on my own. Therapy? No. School project, maybe? I don't college, know. College? That's about it. Oh, know.
0: so speaking of Ben's college, he went to the Air Force Academy, and they have this magazine that is really awesome. It's called oh, Checkpoints, no. and it comes in the mail. How many times?
2: Mm, I think we get it twice a year.
0: Twice a year. He reads it cover to cover. He loves it. We've gotten it our entire marriage. Yeah. So years we being in this magazine, and- we just got one in the mail and he opened it up and a retired colonel that's in there writing some article wrote it all about the Bobby Bone show and tell me something good. She's chairman of the board for
1: the Wait, is it Air Force
0: magazine. Yeah. So it's the Air Force wow. Academy alumni magazine and the chairman of the board who's a retired colonel like class of 1982 from the academy. Like, in the first paragraph, she's talking about Bobby, Amy, and Lunchbox, and Tell Me Something Good, and yeah. how she listens every morning in D.C., and her commute, and I think it was a it was a bittersweet, because you were very proud yeah. of us, but then at the same time, I think you were like, wait a second, no, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for jealous. so I want to be in no. this magazine.
2: I just thought you finally made it, because you made it into checkpoints. So okay. if you make it into checkpoints, and you've actually made it into something, I, I mean, I never thought I'd be in that magazine.
0: Well, you kind of were, I guess, through...
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a grad. All the grads are in it.
0: Oh, okay. That I don't know why I thought of that. I think because I really don't know why I even thought of that. Oh, I didn't even get to the third thing that Jamie and I talked about because I got stuck on the <laughs> gratitude thing. But the second thing we get into is gratitude. And then the third thing we do tattoo talk because she has a big tattoo on her left yeah, forearm, forearm or right, but then she got one on the other forearm, like another big one that she hasn't really talked about yet because... It's not done, but I was talking to her about if I'm cool enough to pull off certain things, and that if you've ever thought about getting a tattoo. What? Why are you shaking your head, Ben?
2: Well, I'm asking Mary. Have you ever got a tattoo, like, at all?
0: No, I kind of want one, but I haven't. It's not
1: like exactly what I would want, so I just haven't got it yet. Like Amy's, like she's on her way to like a sleeve. But I don't (laughs) have anything. Or maybe a full back tattoo. Easy words.
0: Right? You just have like two dainty words on your wrist. Yeah. So, how's it?
2: That- she's itching for like the next thing to be the full arm and Wait, it'll what be the shoulder.
0: I want like a big, like a pretty bird and a flower, <laughs> which is basically what Jamie Ivy has. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty bird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. So, after Jamie and I talk about tattoos, then I've got our healthcare hero shout out, which I'm doing every Thursday. It's going to be one of my four things for pretty much as long as we're going through coronavirus which is not really slowing down at the moment but I mean I guess depending on where you live but nurses and doctors and pe- healthcare workers all around are still working like crazy so mm-hmm. want to make sure that we are honoring them and lifting them up. And speaking of that, Mary and I have a healthcare hero sponsorship that's up. So you can go to that and actually sponsor a t-shirt or a tote that says scrubs on caffeinate, wash hands, repeat. It's super cute. A lot of healthcare heroes are wearing them and loving them. And they're so cute with their scrubs outfit and they wear it to work. And it's been super cool to see nurses wearing them and wearing them proudly but we're trying to do giveaways every once in a while through different people on instagram and we're able to just contact people and say hey do you want to do a giveaway because y'all have sponsored stuff and then we're able to bless different heroes we're reaching out to different influencers across the country or people to put up a giveaway. That way we reach different audiences and we make sure to spread out the love.
1: Which is cool because it totally started organically by you doing a giveaway and then so many people reached out. You were giving away 10, I think. Mm -hmm. And so many people were like, can you up it to 17? I'll pay for seven. And someone else was like, add two. I want to pay for two. And we're like, which is just like crazy and so generous. So that's, that's why we started this official donation.
0: Yeah. And every time we give one away, we update a sheet on the website too, that shows the name of the healthcare hero, what they do, the city they live in. And so Y'all can see how we're distributing them. We're super thankful. And yeah, like Mary said, it's very generous and we're able to do it. So we just want to remind y'all that that's available because maybe some of you don't know. And you don't even have to sponsor a full t-shirt or a full tote price-wise. There's a donation amount. You can do a drop down. It could be $5, $10, whatever. It'll go towards eventually it, it could equal up to getting a shirt or four shirts available and then we can contact someone else and then boom do another giveaway. So I want to hear if you have a healthcare hero you want to nominate, you can send me an email at fourthingswithamiebrown at gmail.com and each hero that I shout out, I get their address and we mail them if they want a tote or a tea as well. So there's giveaways on the podcast and then the giveaways that we're doing online. So um, which speaking of Healthcare Heroes, International Nurses Day was on Tuesday. So last week we had National Nurses Day and then this week was international. So just a reminder too, Mary and I were talking about like, wait, we're we're international because we ship to Canada, UK, Australia. So if you happen to be listening in one of those places and you're like, oh, I am in healthcare or my sister or my best friends in healthcare, well, we can ship them something too. You got anything, Ben? Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, man of many words. Some people might be like, wait, he was your best live. <laughs> Just kidding.
2: I know. Hey, go after it. It's fine. You don't have to be upset. I'm not Just upset. Just because I got a big, a, you know, huge accolades for my one show. And, and then I say he one really word did. and you're like, oh, I this screen- is what it takes.
1: He really did. I screenshot some of them, but I would got lots and lots of messages. I think people like your stories and your. your Fresh perspective on different things.
0: Before we go, you don't want to leave us with a fresh perspective or a quick story? No.
2: Nothing? Not
0: right now. Okay. <laughs> we're late. Oh yeah. Okay. We're late. We're for behind something. time on something like, we have to do. I'm he's looking, looking at my watch at me and I'm getting nervous right now. Wa- you don't Ben, we're not gonna be late. I promise you. I promise. But are you gonna be early? I don't think we're gonna be early. <laughs> but we're not gonna be late. That's what I'm not
2: five minutes early, you're late, honey.
0: That's not That's
2: tr- it literally is true.
0: That's literally not true because it's you're still true. <laughs> like Mary. Do you live by that? If
1: you're not five minutes early, you're late. I mean, I plan to go early, but mainly because See? of like traffic in LA. Like, I feel like I you're either sitting somewhere for a long time waiting in your car, or you're late. So it's like I try to get where I'm early, just because of that. But I'm not like super early
0: all the time. Me neither. Ben's like gonna... I could get better at that. It's
2: just a sign of respect.
0: It is a sign of respect, but I it still is. think I agree. I with could. That, I agree late, too. Like,
2: like the nicest, the most easiest, and and subtle way to show persp- like respect to somebody is just to be early. Like okay. you don't have to do another thing. Just be early.
0: That is wise advice. And but being, I don't like consider it. Like
2: yeah, you're thinking about the other person, uh, and then they yeah. go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. But
0: no, it's okay."
2: Man, you, were, you showed a whole bunch of respect for that
0: person. Oh, I 100% agree with that. I but guess, you're not going to do it. No, I guess I was just saying <laughs> I don't have to get there five minutes early to show respect. I can be there a minute early. But if you
1: plan on five minutes and then a couple of things happen on your way out the door, blah, blah, blah. Because okay. nothing ever happens to you, honey. You don't ever Ugh. forget
2: your keys okay, somewhere Mary, or your <laughs> lipstick somewhere <laughs> or your purse. Or maybe you get to the car and you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm in my car and I don't even have my keys. How am I gonna or, do this,
1: Or if you are early, then you can be like, "Oh, I can swing by Starbucks and get a green tea. Cause it and you get like reported, you know
2: yeah Mary.
0: All right. We're going to go ahead and start today's episode.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Love um,
0: you. Oh, Bye-bye. y'all can go to, for anything we talked about, the cool mom, cool aunt, because they're different. They all live at the shop Ford, but sometimes at four things, sometimes at spa, and then Mary has cute stuff. So you can get to Pimp and Joy and all that. Just go to RadioAmy.com and click on, actually, for this week, you'll. I'll, I'll go ahead and put up an image that says Healthcare Hero Sponsorships. You can click on yeah. that and it'll take you there. Boom. Boom. Boom
2: first thing. That's right. yeah.
0: Okay, so as you know from my intro, I've got Jamie Ivey on, which I'm super excited about. And Jamie, before we get into something that I'm excited for you to share, which is how our stories matter, I want to do a quick icebreaker with you and ask you four questions. I'm ready. Okay, so your go-to movie that makes you laugh. Okay,
3: I have two, Amy. Are you
0: ready? Yeah. Like,
3: I can laugh just thinking about it. Have you seen Central Intelligence?
0: Oh, yeah. It's a good one. I love that. Sandra Bullock? No, no, no. Central Intelligence is Kevin Hart and The Rock. Oh, yeah. Why was I thinking Sandra Bullock and... um? But I wasn't thinking Miss Congeniality because I know that's okay, a yeah, yeah. police one officer their, one. Like, oh, but no. We watched Central Intelligence over Christmas break with my family and I died laughing.
3: I watched it for the first time on an airplane, which is where I see a lot of movies. And I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Love it. Love it. Okay, I have one more, though. Have you seen
0: Game Night? I haven't. Who, what Who? is that one? <gasps>
3: Okay, you guys have to watch it tonight. Uh, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams are in it. Also, Landry from Friday Night Lights is in it. Oh, okay. I know that's not his real name in
0: real life, but you know what I mean. But uh, he's also is- the druggie from Breaking Bad.
3: <laughs> or the- oh, I never did. I never saw that. But okay, so but Game Night can also make me just like cry like crazy.
0: Okay, so it's got multiple emotions because sometimes we do need a movie that gives us all the emotions so we can get out all the feels. Oh, all of the feels. Yes. Okay. So game night, I'm going to have to put that one down. Is that that good? Did you say it's good for the family or just you and my husband? No, not good for the family. Just you and your man. Okay. Game night, writing that one down. Okay. Second (laughs) thing I want is a recipe recommendation.
3: Okay. When you told me you're going to ask me this, I was like, Oh, I am so not good at this, but I will tell you this, Amy, I don't cook. Like I hate cooking. It stresses me out. But my friend Amanda one time told me this what she makes, and I make this all the time for my children, and they think that I like have a cooking show when I make this. I literally just cut up potatoes and put them in a like a baking like a cake pan with some green beans. And then those like pre-made sausages that you buy, like not pre-made, you know what I mean? Like just a thing of sausage. Yeah. (laughs) Cut it up, put butter on it, cover it in foil and cook it. And I literally, my kids think that I am the best thing that's ever happened to them.
0: Okay. I mean, that's a quick and everybody wants something quick and awesome and that is kid approved. So yes, I call it my like sausage, potato, green bean magic. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to try that one out. Your favorite self-care activity. Hands down walking in my neighborhood with my dogs. Oh, that is a good one. That's how my husband and I love to end a day after dinner. Sometimes the kids join us, sometimes not, but we just grab the dog and we go for a walk and it's the best. It's it's the best. It
3: feels like everything can just kind of come down a little bit. It's so good.
0: And then fourth thing, what book are you reading? I'm actually
3: reading right now um, two books. The first, I'm reading The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna, maybe something like that. A lot of recommendation from it. And then A Gentle Answer by Scott Bald, And he's actually a a Nashville guy. I don't know if you know him.
0: Oh, no, I don't. But I love that you came with two movies and two books.
3: (laughs) I am nothing but prepared for you today, Amy. Yeah, no, I love that. (laughs) Because
0: people are looking for stuff to read. They're looking for stuff to watch. Like, everybody's kind of gone through all the things on... Netflix and trying to figure out how to entertain themselves. I know.
3: And I need you and your husband to watch game night and report back to me immediately.
0: Oh, for sure. I will. I've got it down, so I will do that. Okay, so let's get into, I think you're working on this in a Bible study. I'm excited to hear about it. I know that you're big on everybody's stories, and we all have one, and you each story matters, so I thought you could elaborate on that just for us and see where we can go to learn more about it. When I think of people who are doing this well, like I, I think of you, and I'm not saying that because you're hosting this
3: show, but I really do like, and I think of a lot of women who are using things that they've been through to help out other people, and I think that that doesn't have to equal like you know the death of a parent or a divorce or a, a diagnosis, but it can just be like every day struggles. I think that every day that we're alive makes up this grand story of our life. And I know that personally for me, when I've been the most encouraged, when I've had a conversation with a woman is when she's kind of gave me that glimpse into her struggle. You know what I mean? Like they kind of just kind of let you know, like, oh, I don't have it all put together. And for me, that's encouraging because I don't enjoy being around people that I think have it all put together. And so I wrote this Bible study and my hope and prayer for it is that, you know, anyone that did it, but, you know, women particularly would see the fact that God has been writing their story and weaving it together, and that their story, when we share our stories, we actually get to bring hope to people in a way that would be different if we didn't open up with our stories. And I know that you've experienced that through just things that you've been open to with even being on the show, and you've got, you've had chances to say, hey, here's what's going on. And what you hear all the time, I would guarantee, you haven't said this to me, but I would guess that you get messages all the time that say, thank you for saying that. Like, I feel the same way. Or I'm going through the same thing and you're giving me hope. Like, you get that, don't you?
0: I I feel, well, that's one of the main reasons why I did this podcast and then even had a recent series inside this podcast called Outway about disordered Mm -hmm. eating and my main reason for doing it and putting in the work that I did for it and reaching out to others to share and experts and professionals, like everything that went into it was for people to not feel alone. Yeah. That's it. And that's a part of my story that I, you mentioned, I've shared different things on the Bobby Bones show before and walked through cancer with my mom and adoption, things you've mm-hmm. been through, similar mm-hmm. things where you're sharing stuff that's hard, but- not for any sort of, oh, wow, look how strong she is or any praise Mm -hmm. or to people be like, oh, wow, look at her sharing her story. But Mm -hmm. it's not always the easy thing to do. But when you have any opportunity to comfort somebody and Mm -hmm. let them know that they're not alone in their struggles, like then it helps give meaning to what you're going through. It's so
3: true. And I mean, I think that this is confusing to some people because they might see both of us and we both have these public platforms. So we do a lot where a lot of people see, right? And so they'd be like, oh, well, you want me to, like, stand up and shout about all the hard things I'm going through? And my thing is I just want women to have people in their lives that they're honest with. And so that's what I think has been so hard. And, And, you know, my husband's a pastor, and so I see a lot of times within church circles women feeling scared to admit that they're struggling with something and that's sad to me because i think that we should have friends that we can look at and say hey i'm struggling being a mom today or i'm struggling being a wife or i'm struggling liking my boss or i'm struggling liking myself or whatever it is like i want to be in relationships where i can say those things And someone is kind to me about it and someone doesn't think I've lost my mind or I'm the worst person in the world. And so what I've seen is that when we are willing to share our stories, which means let's like, what are we walking through today? That not only do we get to show people hope, but we also allow people to speak into our life as well. And so I I love that that you have the platform where you share parts about your life and I do as well, but I would guess that you probably have a lot of things that never get said to the public eye the same way I do but you have people in your life that you can talk to those things about. that's what I want for women.
0: Right. I think that's an important thing to note is just because it's about sharing something you've been through and people not feeling alone. It doesn't mean you that. That's you putting it on Instagram, whether you have a platform or a following or not, doesn't mean you take it to Facebook or it doesn't mean like getting vulnerable. Doesn't mean sharing with anyone and everyone. It could be with your sister. It could be with your best friend. It could be with your husband. It, It could be with people in your circle. So yeah, I think that that's that's important too. Because while my brain always goes to, okay, what am I able to share? But for me, the outweigh stuff, I didn't really talk about publicly for a long time. I mean, there was Mm -hmm. mentions here and there, but not digging into my story the way that I did. And it took me, well, I've been on the Bobby Bone Show for 14 years. It took me 14 years to tell parts of my story that are from my teenage years. Mm. So when it's time, certain stuff will come out. But just because I wasn't sharing it publicly through my platform, I was able to talk to my sister about it and Mm -hmm. a couple of friends and my husband. And you're right, it allowed the opportunity for them to speak into me. And it allowed the opportunity, even for one of my best friend's, from high school, like a very recent conversation of us opening up to each other about stuff. I had no idea she was struggling with the exact same things because we weren't talking about it.
3: Yeah, and just imagine had you guys talked about, I mean, you can't go back and change the past by any means and there's no reason to dwell on what could have been. But like going forward now, do you feel as though your relationship is that much stronger because there's been this vulnerability and this trust to kind of hold each other's stories tenderly?
0: Yes, 100%. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So where is this Bible study? Where does it live?
3: Yeah. If you go to jamieivy.com, which is my webpage, and then go to so jamieivy.com slash your story matters. And it's a six-week study. It's all online, which is really cool, especially since now we can't actually meet together. But there's teaching videos by myself. And then I interview someone on every show, which is one of my favorite things to do. And then there's discussion questions for the week. So you can do it by yourself. You can grab a couple of girlfriends and do it together. I think it's beautiful when people are doing it, you know, together with each other. And the great thing about it being digital is you can do it whenever you want, however you want. So
0: No, we're all about that. I know, right? Every, <laughs> yeah. We're all trying to just figure out how we can get things done when we need <laughs> to get them done in whatever day of the week it is because nobody knows. Because <laughs> nobody knows. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing with us about that. And next thing I want to go over with you is gratitude and what you did for your 42nd birthday. (laughs) And along with that too, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we'll kind of touch on all of that in the next thing. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of, of Asian-American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian-American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. Second thing, okay. So, Jamie, happy belated birthday! By the way, thank you so much. Yeah, I can't believe you're 42, and I only say that because, for one, you don't look 42, but not that it matters what age anybody That's looks. Right. I just can't believe this is where we are in life now. I probably met you when I was in my 20s, it's so crazy. I know, and now I mean, I'm 39, going creeping up onto 40, and so something that I saw you did for your 42nd birthday is you thought of 42 things that you were grateful for. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're big on gratitude here in the podcast. And in a minute, I'm going to have you share four things with me, not 42. (laughs) (laughs) But what made you think of doing that?
3: Well, I mean, I actually thought about you guys, because I know you have your gratitude journals, which are so awesome. And I actually don't journal, which is, I always say I want to. And then when I do something like this, I'm like, man, that was really awesome to sit down and think about 42 things that I'm currently really thankful for. And I did have the thought, Amy, I was like, I should do this more often. So who knows? Maybe I'll actually sit down and do this every day. I I love being 40. It's really,
0: really great. Do you say you're almost there? Yeah, I'm 39.
3: Girl, it's so fun. 40s, I feel like I'm like got my groove. I love this. But it just made me think like, what do I love so much? And what gives me joy right now? And, you know, we're recording this in the middle of, quarantine and COVID-19, coronavirus 2020. And I think that there's some days that I can find myself thinking and believing the lie that I don't have anything to be grateful for. And so, I mean, you already know this, but just writing all these things down made me go, wow, like I can't go for a minute without thinking of something that I'm grateful for.
1: So it was a good little
3: therapy for me.
0: Yeah. Well, you say you don't journal and Mary and I don't either. I mean, we do now that we have a journal, but we created uh-huh. it for us and people like us that journaling's in- intimidating or for whatever reason we just can't sit down and write our thoughts for the day. So we thought if we broke it down into four simple things, you could even use stickers if you want to or one word or you could write a paragraph, it's up to you. But and we didn't even put dates in the journal cuz we didn't want people to feel pressure to have to do it every day. You just kind of pick it up when when you need it and you know, I saw too that did you revisit some episodes from your podcast that are on mental health awareness or did do you have new interviews? Is there something?
3: No, I totally did. So one thing we've done at the show a lot is wanted to talk about mental health awareness and honestly, Amy, I don't know about you, but I have had like situational anxiety and depression in my lifetime. But I don't have anyone in my immediate family that has struggled with, you know, depression or anxiety and so doing the podcast, I, I bet you could say this as well. Doing the podcast has helped me understand and learn so many things in life. and one of the things that's really helped me with is understanding mental illness and mental health. And so we just went back and looked at the shows that we had released last year and who did we have on who had talked about mental health. An easy place to find all six of those shows if you were looking for some shows that our guests talk about that. And so we just put that up on our webpage just recently. and, It's good because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I wanted to make a place where people could find the shows easily. That where we've had guests who've been so kind to share their stories, like we talk about and them sharing their stories is going to help people. So, yeah, we just made that, put that little list together recently.
0: Yeah, well, y'all should check that out. It's jamieivy.com, and her podcast is The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy. And, you know, I brought that up because expressing what you're thankful for and practicing gratitude is so great for our mental well-being. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that Mary and I learned when we were putting the journal together is we were like, this is important. And we didn't even know when we planned a gratitude challenge for the month of March that, there was gonna be a pandemic. So it kind of fell at at a time where, you know, it was good for people to go through and do it. And mm-hmm. I was all in, it was good for me too. But then I realized after the 30 days, I was like, okay, kind of need a break. But <laughs> I, it did help me realize what, when I took a break and then I went back to it, I was like, oh, I do feel better. And whatever that looks like for you, whether it's pausing in the day to jot down quickly some things that you're thankful for, or taking a minute to get outside and get some sunlight and some fresh air, or stopping to do some breathing exercises. There's little tools, but obviously when it's something clinically diagnosed, you know, professional help needs to be sought. I'm not trying to give any remedy for something that's super serious, but I think we can oftentimes have something circumstantial. Like you said, there can be circumstantial anxiety or depression and then you know, there's there's different things like gratitude that may help yep. you with that. And so um, I thought it was cool that for your birthday, you, you sat down and thought of 42 things. So right now, I'd love for you to share with us four things that you're thankful for right now.
3: So basically, I take all my 42 things, I could get the journal out and fill in the whole thing and be like, good to go. <laughs> like, yeah. Four things, ready. You're good. Okay, so out of those 42 things I came up with, I thought about a couple that I'm super thankful for. One of them is my garden. I, like, am this person who dreams of having this ginormous garden that I get to walk in and sit and then pick all the fresh veggies. And the reality of that is just that's a lot of work. But I do have this small little garden. And, Amy, I am like a weird woman. I just go sit out there next to the plants every day and just watch them and, like, give me some tomatoes. I, like, cheer them on. So I'm so thankful for the garden because it it helps me if I'm feeling nervous or anxious to go sit out there. So I'm thankful for my garden. Okay, this is one that I'm thankful for, too. This sounds kind of, like, weird to be thankful for, but I just found a new clothing company that I wasn't aware of, and it's okay to be thankful for that, right? Yes. I feel like I'm the last person on the world who didn't know about Carly Jean Los Angeles.
0: I don't know what that is.
3: Oh, yay, I'm going to introduce you. Okay, it's this clothing company in L.A. I wonder if Mary knows about them. But Carly Jean, I think that's the girl's name that started it. And um, a friend of mine told me about her and was like, "You should have her on the show. She's amazing." So I looked at her clothing company and I've already ordered like five things during quarantine, which is a problem. Uh, where do I? I don't have anywhere to wear them. But anyhow, I'm so thankful for finding out the new clothing line. Okay, another thing I'm thankful for is friends with pools. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other day, my girlfriend was like, "Hey, we're not going to be here. Just come over and swim in our pool."
0: And I'm like, oh, "I love you. I'm so thankful for that." Do y'all have a pool? We don't, but uh, so someone, Jamie, just, our house is not on the market and they just came to us this week with an offer, like a a cash offer for our house above market price. Yeah. And are you going to take it? We took it. We took it this week. We did. We signed the paperwork and we took it. So I have like literally this week we've sold our house. I mean, they still have to go through an inspection, but I mean, I think our house is pretty good to go. So we've signed everything and we'll see what happens. But the closing date will be May 25th. (laughs) And then then they said they would rent it back to us by the day until we find somewhere to go because we don't have anywhere to go. (laughs) Oh my God. But that's one thing my kids are saying is, can we find a house with a pool? Can we find a house with a pool? And the house I grew up in had one. And yeah. my dad moved out when I was nine. So then it was me, my mom, and my sister. And it was a lot of upkeep. And then my life yeah. changed after my dad moved out. My mom went to work full time. And so I feel like it was a lot of responsibility. And my sister and I had a big part in that because my mom couldn't do it all. Yeah. And I just keep reminding my kids, like, you know, this is a lot of responsibility and I can just hear my mom back. But it's not like we ever begged for a pool. We had it as a family Right when we were when I was little, and then it yeah. suddenly just became this huge burden <laughs> when our life changed a little bit. But so I think I'm you're, you're having a little PTSD. Yes, pool yeah. To, I mean, yes. I don't want to. I don't know that I'd go that far, but I have some like a fear of having a pool because I just yeah, hear well, feel this have weight of the responsibility. Best and so now you're bringing that into this. Yeah, but I need to let that go because I think it could be fun, and who knows? I mean, we just got an offer for a house that's more than we thought we'd ever get. Mm-hmm. We weren't even. Mm-hmm. listing it. So right. maybe we take that and we find a house of the pool. I don't know. So go on. I'm with you with that. Pools are awesome. Okay. So I'm thankful for that. So my garden, Carly Jean, Los Angeles, Friends of the Pool. And then, I mean, in this time kind of
3: quarantine, I think I'm even more thankful for social media. It can be really difficult sometimes, but I think we have to figure out how to handle it best based on where you are emotionally and all those things. I think everyone has to figure out what social media looks like for them. But I have really found it to be helpful to keeping up with friends that I can't see right now, you know? And so social media can get a bad rap sometimes by a lot of people, but I'm grateful for it because technology has been a really good help these days.
0: I agree. It can be a dark place, Mm -hmm. but it can also be an amazing place for connection and meeting people and cultivating relationships and nurturing them, but it has to be done in a healthy way. I agree. So I'm I'm down with all four of those things. So quickly in the next thing, I really just have to get your opinion on something Jamie, it's something that you have and I want to do a quick little thing about it. And it might be something that other people are thinking about doing too and I just maybe Ooh, can give I'm us so some excited. advice. Yes. Okay, that'll be next. Here we go. Okay, so Jamie, real talk. You came up on the Bobby Bone Show the other day because we were talking about, I can't remember what Bobby and I were talking about, maybe like rock and roll lifestyle or things that we found to be edgy and what does rock and roll lifestyle even mean and like tattoos came up and I have two small little tattoos on my wrist. Like one is my mom's handwriting with the word joy to go along with like pimp and joy and then I have espoir, which is hope in Haitian Creole, which as you know, Mm -hmm. since you've adopted from Haiti, But I got that when I was waiting for my kids and then my mom won when she was going through cancer. So they're special to me. Like they have meaning, there's purpose. Anyway, back to the show, we're talking about how I've always kind of wanted like a arm tattoo, like a big Uh one on my arm, not a sleeve per se, but, you know, and you have the most beautiful forearm tattoo. And I just think that you're cool enough to pull it off and it looks good on you and I don't know. My question is, can I pull it off? <laughs> then also, when did you decide at what age did you decide you were going to do that? And then how nervous were you? Did you once think maybe you weren't cool enough? And then like, did you build upon it and start small? Or did you just go with, with the beautiful flower situation?
3: I love this conversation. So I always say, I think people should get tattoos when they're 30 and above. And my husband laughed at me, but I'm like, I feel like when you're in your 20s, you're going to make a a rash decision. And next thing you know, you end up with tattoos you don't like. So uh, when I got, I have this bird and it has, she's sitting on a limb and there's a nest with four eggs in there and it's got flowers around it. And I just, I too, thank you for saying that. I think it's beautiful as well. I got it when I was 30 and it represents my four kids. And I never imagined myself as being someone with a ginormous tattoo on my arm at all. And here I am. And then, I don't know if you know this, Amy, but last fall, I got another ginormous tattoo on the other side. So basically, from my elbow to my wrist, is a on tattoo. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't really talked about it much because it's not done. And so it feels, it's like showing a painting on Instagram that you haven't finished. Like, that feels weird. But I I wanted a candle to represent light. Uh, You know, as a Christian, I know that Jesus says that he's light of the world, and he says that... As his followers, we are light in a dark world. And sometimes the world feels so dark to us, uh, to everybody, no matter what faith background you come from. And so I just wanted something that represents light. And so I have this beautiful candle that's not yet done. But it's funny because even up until that moment, Amy, that I got this last tattoo, I didn't really imagine myself with a half a sleeve tattoo. Like, And it just feels so weird. But she just started showing me what she could do. And I was like, this is beautiful. And next thing you know, I have half a sleeve. And I love it. And I forget that I have it until someone asks, but I often wonder, like, our, my husband Aaron has both of his arms fully tattooed from the elbow to the wrist like me, and I'm like, are we, like, weird parents or cool parents? But I just forget it. But can you do it? Is that the question? Yeah. I think you can do anything you want. Okay. I mean, I always say, a tattoo, like, just think about it for a long time because it never goes away. And right. An obvious point. <laughs> like, duh. But it's just a reality. But... Really? I don't think about my tattoos hardly ever. And so it's not like I every day I go like, "Oh man, I I I have tattoos." It just feels normal now.
0: So, what what would your advice be for somebody that's considering getting their very first one?
3: Okay, here's my advice. Number 1, think about it for a long, long time. Number 2, never walk into a tattoo parlor not knowing what you want. Disaster. Like, don't do that. And number 3, This is dumb, but, you know, before you get a tattoo, they actually draw, they do an outline, they draw it on you. Like, this feels like we're little kids in high school drawing on ourselves, but what if you just drew it on your arm with a Sharpie and then really got to see, like, do I like having, you know, this color or this black and white or this design on my body all the time?
0: Yeah. No, I don't think that's dumb. I think that's smart. Live with it for a little bit. Live with it
3: for a little bit while you can, you know, take a shower and erase it. Yeah.
0: Yeah and it's what are you going to get permanently on there i don't know i basically love your <laughs> your you your exact bird? like bird that? flower <laughs> situation so, so i don't know maybe i just take a picture of that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah this is what i want
0: <laughs> except for i i only have two kids so would that mean i have two eggs two eggs yep okay <laughs> Yeah. See, and that's precious, and it has meaning. And I know, I know. I I think it could look super cool. And I love that Aaron, your husband, has full sleeves. I would love for my husband to have sleeves, and he knows that, but he won't. He doesn't have any tattoos. And he, oh, he was in the no military. Tattoos.
3: Okay. He has no tattoos.
0: He has nothing. He okay. jokes with me that he want, he'll he's going to get like a pterodactyl wing under his bicep, like in between his bicep and his tricep, you know, so when he lifts up his arms, it's like a wing. That's hilarious. Okay. (laughs) And I don't know what, I don't know why, but he's been saying that for years. And I'm scared that one day he's just going to come home with it. But I hope he's joking because I would rather have cool sleeve situation. But okay. Well, thank you for giving me (laughs) the, (laughs) encourage my need if I ever go through with it. I don't know for sure if I will, but it's something that I definitely love about you and, oh, thanks. I mean I love way more things about you don't worry about that but <laughs> your uh, arm tattoo and now tattoos I guess I should say um, it
3: hurt so bad Amy it did oh it hurts so bad
0: oh okay well see mine just were just like, so tiny I don't think I had time for them to hurt you I know?
3: know you I'm know I put like nine hours in on this
0: oh my gosh uh-huh. I recently got my ears double pierced and then my cartilage like up top pierced yeah Mm-hmm. So feeling I did that at 39, feeling pretty cool about that. Hey,
3: you're on it. You're on the right path.
0: I know. I'm getting there. Well, I'll keep you posted you're on the tattoo. <laughs> and Jamie, thank you for coming on to talk about your story matters and gratitude and mental health and then a little little tattoo talk to round things off. You're so welcome. Yeah, I, I appreciate do, it Amy. so much. Okay, healthcare hero shout-out time. The shout-out comes from Chrissy. Hey, Amy, love the podcast and all things Bobby Bones show. I would like to nominate a frontline hero, Haley Stangle. She's a respiratory therapist at the Ohio State University Hospital, and she's risking her life every time she goes to work. She's not only a hero at work, she's also my daughter's stepmom. Haley and my ex-husband are both RTs at OSU and I'm thankful for Haley and the positive influence she is for my daughter as well. Thanks for all you do, Chrissy Arrowwood. So shout out to Haley. Yes, respiratory therapy, much needed during this crazy time and I know that... There's a lot of risk for all therapists that are still going into work and all nurses and all doctors and all grocery store clerks and police officers and delivery drivers. So we just appreciate all essential workers that are still showing up for work every day for us uh, to keep our lives moving, to keep us healthy, to keep us safe. And uh, Haley, you are one of those. So a big thank you for me and all of my listeners. I'll just speak for everybody. We appreciate you so much. And then Chrissy, I especially love this email because Haley is the stepmom to your children and I think it's awesome that you can have a relationship where you can honor her and what she does and the role she plays in your daughter's life. And I just think that that's a very healthy, awesome, commendable thing. So thank you for sharing and nominating Haley. And that is a wrap on today's episode. As usual, I've got the email shout out. But before I do that, I just want to acknowledge Jamie Ivy again for coming on and being a guest for the first three things. She's so awesome. Y'all should definitely follow her on Instagram at Jamie Ivy, and then check out her podcast. I mentioned it when I was talking with her, but it's the happy hour with Jamie Ivey. It's so great. She has so many amazing guests on. I was on in 2015, 2016, not quite sure the year, but you maybe go back and search for that episode if you want to. But really, she has so many cool people on. So definitely check that out. Okay, now for the email shout out from Olivia. Hey, Amy, I hope you're well during these chaotic times. I wanted to share with you how much the gratitude journal has helped me personally and my relationship. Both my boyfriend and I write down what we are grateful for. And we make a point every weekend to have a gratitude talk or a Grat Chat. (laughs) I think that's kind of cute. They came up with a name, Grat Chat. Sharing what makes us grateful opens up so many more conversations and has brought us so much closer together. What we are most grateful for is how happy and full our talks make us. Thank you for all that you do, Olivia. Oh, Olivia, I love that. I think I'm going to start having Grat Chats with my husband and my family and maybe other people will do that and guys you don't have to have our four things gratitude journal to express things that you are thankful for each day you can put them into your cell phone you can write them down in an old journal you can say them verbally with your family but something about documenting them and keeping track of that and making sure that you're practicing it is super important And I think when you write it down it's cool to go back and look at what you're thankful for that's why Mary and I One of the many reasons why we're pumped, we put out the journal. Neither of us like to journal, but now we're keeping track of more things, especially during coronavirus. It's important to focus on the things that you are thankful for to make sure you keep yourself on the right track mentally and don't lose sight of even the little things, the big things, but especially the small things. So uh, four things, gratitude journals, They're great, but again, you do not need them. And you can find them at radioamy.com if you want one or fourthings.com, however you want to get there. But I just appreciate y'all emailing me. I appreciate you sharing with me how you use some of our things or just tips that you have in life. Y'all have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. And I'll see you again next Thursday. And I'm going to go ahead and say this here now, if you made it to the end, I don't know for sure, for sure, because it hasn't happened yet, but I'm 99% sure that next Thursday's episode will be with Robin Roberts. And if you know, you know. Because you know that I am obsessed with her and she's like the one person I want to get on this podcast. So if you made it all the way to the end, then you know the big treat that could be coming our way next Thursday. I'll keep y'all posted, but it's crazy that it's happening and get excited. Be kind,
1: choose joy, laugh a lot, Be kind, choose joy,
2: laugh a lot, thing for your soul. Things. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Laugh a little more. Tight, tighten up your core. Things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way?